Chicago. This is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and J Hood. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh, uh, Follow Cap J Hood on Twitter and Instagram. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Now, now, now. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out, bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Welcome in to the Captain J. Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with Courtney Cronin in for Cap. I'm Jay Hood. We'll open phone lines for you at 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is our telephone number. Good morning, Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash ESPN with Down Chicago. Thanks so much for watching our show and all the shows here at ESPN Chicago here on this Valentine's Day. Good morning to you, Courtney. How are you? I am good. How are you doing? Oh, well, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm about five out on a ten scale. And how can we bump that up? Well, you know, how we could bump that up is if you actually came through yesterday. I'm sorry. Well, I didn't make it to showdown. Well, well, here's the thing. I mean, you had one job, Cronin. <laughs> you had actually one job. One job. What did we ask you to do yesterday? You're going to be on this bl- big platform around the horn, seen nationwide at bar- lonely bars everywhere. Mm-hmm. And there you are right there. We ask you to say, give us one key phrase just to give a wink, a nod, a shout out. To the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show. And we got a lot of this. I mean, Mahomes is better on one leg than most quarterbacks are on two, as, ver- as evidenced by what happened in the second half. Whatever magic he worked in the locker room, and credit to the training staff to get that ankle that he re-injured in the end of the second quarter, somehow able to play, that was remarkable. But going into this game, the story was, oh, how good this yeah. Eagles pass rush is. Mahomes, the offensive line of the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, Andy uh, Reid, Eric Bieniemy, uh, they facts. mitigated that and did it in a big uh, way. The third lowest pass rush win rate for the Philadelphia like Eagles that? in this game. No. And you got to give Andy Reid a lot of credit here. <laughs> the pre-snap motion. This team uses it the fourth highest of any team in the NFL. They use that to their advantage coming out of halftime to be able to win this game. I mean, it's yeah, I mean, it's cool that you got six points, okay? Well, I'm going to tell you the strategy on this. Okay. Tony, I know how he operates Uh and I'm going to mention Tordal and I know immediately I'm going to get muted because he had set the whole thing up about Mahomes and this miraculous comeback and that you know, he said he didn't get a shot in the locker room however he phrased it and if I go and slip that word in, I'm going to be so far off the board, I'm going to have no chance to make a run in the bees. So I was trying to set myself up for failure. I ended up failing to begin with because we got docked points, myself and Tim Cowlishaw, for picking the Eagles. So apparently if you don't make the right pick, uh. then you're basically SOL at that point. You're playing from behind. But, you know, I thought of you in spirit. I thought about it. I was like, how am I going to fit this thing in considering what he just said, which is why I couched it with whatever happened mm-hmm. at halftime. Credit to the trainers. Credit to... God and modern medicine, whatever, whatever it was, but I, I, I did fail you. So I mean, Shay, I mean, Shay, not even like a tug at the ear, a little Carol Burnett for us, not even like a, <laughs> a little wink, nothing. 
I kept waiting. For, I, and Me when too. She, when you started the answer, I'm like, oh, Tordal's coming comes. right here. here We're going to have a great drop out of this. Yes. Maybe we'll be able to make a little Courtney Cronin Tordal yes. advertisement. And then just a little magic on the ankle. I was disappointed. Oh, a little magic on the ankle. Oh. Sitting there watching, waiting. Captive audience, Captain J Hood audience, waiting for Toradol. The key word, if you missed it yesterday, we asked Courtney Cronin, give us a little wink and a nod. Just say the word Toradol. That way you're thinking about us. I'm always thinking about you guys. How can I not? I'm on this station like seven days a week during bear season. How can I not think about you guys? And I'm here with you till tomorrow. I'm always thinking about you. So... You're on there tomorrow? You're on here tonight, uh, Round the Horn? Can we watch round, you Round the Horn tomorrow. So, okay, I'll make you a deal. Okay. Tomorrow, I have the show as well, and I'm here with you in the morning. Yes. So we can find one phrase tomorrow. Yes. Or today, whatever. Yes. You can weigh in. Yes. Like, and then I will do my absolute best. I'll do, I'll do better than I did yesterday. I see. And even if it costs me points... Because I'm very competitive when I'm on there. I know it's a fake game show, but I want to win. It is? Yes, it's a fake it game is? show. It's a fake game show? I'm telling you, it's going to be on the bottom. <laughs> Don't line. let Tony hear you say that. <laughs> Wait just a second. It's a game show where the points are subjective because my mom will text me after every one. She'll be like, I can't believe you didn't win. I'm like, Mom, let's calm down. It's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a fake game show. It's not the price is right. Uh-huh. Like, there's... The points are subjective. But uh, or whose line is it anyway? Uh, the, is that a fake game show? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't think I watched it, so I'm... Okay, I'll, 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 I'll watch whose line is it anyway <laughs> when I leave here today. And then over the next 48 hours of us doing radio together, yes. I will find... You You will find... You yes. and Shay will find one phrase, and I will do my best to put it in. Mm. Well, I cannot wait, Shay, for her to say snickerdoodle on the air. I don't know how she's going to fit that you in. You have right. to make it get, realistic. Get, get that, you know, no, that's, that's a realistic word. That's On that fake game show, that's a real word. <laughs> I can't wait for you to get that past reality. Just say snickerdoodle. That would uh, be great. Somebody in our Twitch chat is saying that sh- the phrase should be, this is a fake game show, Tony, really? <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's a fake game show anyway. It's a game show yeah. with points that are subjective because he... And I'm going to have some beef with Tony on this because we were talking about the field conditions and yes. I made a joke about how my golf game looked like what the field did at halftime with divots everywhere. And he yes. said, I didn't see divots. I saw people slipping. And then in the video that we were showing on TV, like uh, in post-production, huh, lots of divots all over the field. See, he's wrong. He's r- r- wrong. But I can't bring that back up on Wednesday show because then you get docked points yes. again because they got to keep it moving. We have 22 and a half minutes to make this thing work. Not so fake game show. It seems really rea- it's it's reality's reality mm-hmm. for sure. It's because it's he's got the controls and he's giving you points and docking you points. Yep. So I, I have to come prepared and I have to come correct. So snickerdoodle might not actually be the best way for me to make it to showdown tomorrow. So let's come up with something. Let's come up with like a phrase that only our listeners yes. would mean something here, but has to actually be pertaining to a sports conversation because. Now that the Super Bowl's over, it's yes. going to be pretty NBA heavy the rest of the week. So if we want to, can I snickerdoodle for the for the Bulls' lack of three point shooting last night? Does that does that parlay in anything? Maybe, okay. maybe we'll come up with. I just came up with that off the top of my head because you know that's just what I do on you know, dilly bars, something like that. You know, you don't have to say something. I say that if you're going to be eliminated early, just scream it out before they take you off the screen. Okay, that's a good strategy. I <laughs> yes. didn't think of that. See, how about that? How about that, Shay? And then when I get never get asked to be back on the show, I'll just remember that moment. <laughs> well, at least it goes viral. 
You're already part. You're already. Oh no, part. I can I can do that all on my own with my takes. Yeah, but no, but you're already part of something that is iconic. You're sitting there mm-hmm. like a deer in headlights, watching Brian Windhorst. Yeah, and you're sitting there saying, "What is Windhorst talking about? What are they? Th- what are they thinking in Utah?" He's got his both hand, both <laughs> fingers up, and he's looking up to the sky, and we're saying, "What's going on, Windhorst? Is he okay?" You know, and he's making, and you're sitting there. Two minutes and 40 seconds, just running circles around us on the first take desk. Yes. And the funny thing was the backstory to that, because that was when, that was the day of the trade deadline, and Gobert ends up getting traded a couple, that's what he was referring to. Mm -hmm. I had remembered the Brooklyn Nets made a trade for Royce O'Neal hours before, you know, we started that morning, but I couldn't remember what his name was. So my computer's in front of me. I'm like, I can't get caught trying to like Google this really quickly. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and then I look like an idiot at the end because when he's like, now why would they do that? And I'm like, I made the comment just like throwing it out there. I don't know. Are they trying to like clear space to get Kevin Durant? And he's right. like, he looks like he doesn't even turn his head to me. No. No. That was it. Yes. No. Like, I'm like, okay, you know, it's fine. I mean, I looked like a moron in that moment. We all did because we're all sitting there on pins and needles waiting for Windhorse to drop this big news. Yeah. And he knew what it was, but it took five hours because I was hosting radio in the studio that's not far down from where we film first take. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's son of a gun. He knew. Like, he knew. Yes. And he just, like, loved running laps around us. Yes. I mean, but it's iconic. I mean... This thing now, like, is a meme, and I was part of a meme. Yes, it's you, not in it. You'll always be part of that forever. You know this, like, yeah. But see, but you, you always. I've heard you a couple of times talk about this. You take that wrong because all of us were wondering what was what the hell he was talking about. Nobody knew. No, not even Woj. So, but I understand why Winhorse did it because Stephen A isn't here. I'm going to break some news here without breaking some news here. It's it's actually genius. It was dramatic. Yeah. I mean, what, a, what <laughs> Academy Award for the best dramatic performance of yeah. 2022. That, you know, that alone. I just, I just remember thinking in the moment, I'm like, all right, where is he going with this? Mm-hmm. How can I like, because I'm like, I'm just going to shut up here. I'm not adding anything to this conversation after my Kevin Durant point, because I was just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Are they trying to get Kevin Durant or not? Right. And he wasn't going to tell you anyway. They're trying to get all of the Timberwolves picks and the guy that they just drafted, who I don't know who it is, sure. <laughs> I, I just think that, that was, was fun. way down the list. I would have never even guessed that one. I mean, hey, but it was fun because he had something internally that he wasn't telling anyone. He just threw it out there, not to get an answer. Mm-hmm. He was just throwing it out there. Now, what are you supposed to do in that spot? Just listen, right? Mm-hmm. Just Or like, what do you mean, sir? Right? Yeah. Because it was me and Freddie doing the show, and we do radio together so often. So I keep hearing Freddie, right, right. Like, just like <laughs> listening, leaning into this. And right. I'm sitting there next to Wendy on his right, and it's myself, Christine Williamson, and Freddie Coleman. And, like, Christine's listening in. She's leaning in. I'm sitting there like, where are, the, where are we going with this? Like, I don't, I don't know. And that made me uncomfortable in that moment because I'm like, is, is something going to happen here on the show where we're going to have to react in real time? And I'm not prepared for this. Right. But I ended up reacting to it five hours later, as did the rest of the world when the Gobert trade happened. Well, I think that your television chronicles, it is going to be epic when you actually drop the, the word we're looking for. The phrase that pays, as we say in the radio business. Okay. We cannot wait for that. We got to hope that Tony's not listening right now, so he's not preparing for the phrase that we're expecting me to drop tomorrow. A lot of pressure. How about that, Shay? I'm trying to think of what the best phrase to represent this show is. And oh, my I God. Just, 
Can't say it actually on this. Show. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it has. It, all right, for anybody listening that wants to like let rules. us, yeah. So it can't be, it can't be that foul, but it can be something that it'll be an ode to Chicago. I mean, I always try yeah. to represent for the city when yes. I'm on. You see the yes, you the the letters behind me and mm-hmm. everything when I'm on. And if there can be one thing, just you can tweet it to me at Courtney or Cronin. But like, don't tag the show in it because we don't want to like let, lead them on to knowing that I'm trying to fit a word in. Okay. Our our Twitchers, a lot of them are su- uh, suggesting take that. Yes. There's a take that from Chicago suggested. <laughs> from Chicago. I think it would be great <laughs> if Courtney joined around the horn and said to Tony in Cap's voice, "What's up, Sparkles?" <laughs> that would be fantastic. Oh man, I'll, um, immediately mute it. Yeah, oh, I'd probably be kicked off. You'd never be asked Yes, for sure. Immediately muted. That's what I want to do to Cap every day. I will immediately mute him uh, when he says, what's up, Sparkles? Hey, it's going to be the biggest party of the year. Guests from ESPN 1000's 25-year anniversary, uh, 25-year history will be in attendance. You don't want to miss this one. Tickets will sell out fast. Uh, Mark the date, okay? Friday, March 24th, doors open at 11 o'clock. Live show goes on from 12 to 6. It's going to be at the House of Blues. Again, you can get your tickets at LiveNation.com. Search ESPN Chicago 21 or over for the event, and a valid ID is required. Go to hashtag ESPN Shy 25. Again, hashtag ESPN Shy 25. Mac, Yurko, and Harry will have their reunion. And again, it'll be the 25th anniversary of ESPN 1000. And it'll take place March 24th. Doors open at 11 o'clock at the House of Blues. Coming up next, Justin Fields needs to start looking like Jalen Hurts in year three. Do you believe that he can? We'll talk about it coming up next. Cap and Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7. That's why I no shot with Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app. Good morning and welcome in to the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With Courtney Cronin in for Cap, I'm Jay Hood. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Good morning, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN with Down Chicago. Thanks so much for keeping the conversation going as always. Now time for Shot or No Shot. Here's Shay Norling. Shay. Good morning. How is everybody on this fine day? Courtney, I'm still wondering what the phrase for Around the Horn is going to be. We got to really cement this We have two, we have two hours and we have all of tomorrow. I would like to get it locked up today. So keep, keep the suggestions coming. Hoodie, this is more for you. Shot or no shot? The phrase for Courtney really should just be no shot. I'm at the no shot. I mean, I, I think that's just simple. I think, yes, it's part of the show, but there should be something else. Because she couldn't get it done yesterday, I'd like to have something a little bit more elaborate. Right? You're giving her a shot or no shot, it will just get her off the hook. We're not doing that here. Absolutely not. Cronin should have came through. She did not. So we got to make sure that she wins with the phrase it pays. How about that? It sounds fair to me. That, that sounds totally reasonable. Courtney, yes. fair? It's fair. It's fair. I know that I, I dropped the ball, the proverbial ball yesterday. <laughs> yes. And yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry I failed the show. I failed this network. Yes. failed Disney as a whole because they own ESPN. Yep. So, I mean, yeah. Like, I I deserve what I'm getting here, but I need I need something that's realistic. I mean, no shot's an easy way. Like, if one of... You know, the panelist that I'm on with tomorrow says something. I'd be like, no shot. Like, that's an e- That's Honestly, it feels like a get-out-of-jail-free card because I can skirt under the radar. You would know it. Yes. They probably wouldn't. Yes. You want something a little bit more 
not outlandish, but something that's going to stick and going to make people go, hmm. Yes. Okay. And for the record, Courtney, you did not embarrass the network yesterday. You did not. No. Two African-American quarterbacks starting against each other in the Super Bowl for the first time. Fittingly, February 12th is Abe Lincoln's birthday. Here we go with the highlights. He d- he did. <laughs> Shane, go ahead. All right, let's let's get started. <laughs> Woman in the booth here in the morning show. And Susan B. Anthony right around the corner. It's Jane Burns' birthday today. And that's why we've got Courtney Cronin in for shot or no shot. I mean, you didn't embarrass the no, you didn't embarrass the company. I just embarrassed the show. No, he did. He did. Two African American quarterbacks, and I was watching Soul Train just the other day. It's still great. It's still great. I love how they dance. Shake 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 girls. <laughs> Shake go ahead. Your thoughts. All right, let's get started with shot or no shot. I don't know how I'm supposed to get into serious sports after something like that. There's no need to relitigate the Bears taking Mitchell Trubisky over Patrick Mahomes, but it is a move that continues to look worse as time goes on. Mahomes winning his second Super Bowl on Sunday. We'll discuss this a little more at 9 o'clock hoodie, but shot or no shot. Hmm. As it stands, drafting Trubisky over Mahomes is now the worst decision in Chicago sports history. Uh, in the Chicago sports history, that's a no shot, but boy, it's pretty close. Think about this. When we are trying to, and again, I'm not going to put uh, Patrick Mahomes in the same category as Tom Brady because I think that's slow-hanging fruit to silly conversation. But when we start to really unpack it, Courtney, when we start talking about Patrick Mahomes with uh, Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. or or Jim, you know, Pat, surpassing Jim Plunkett, or surpassing Eli Manning, or Ben Roethlisberger, now we're talking here. Now we're saying, boy, this he has an opportunity to be, if not now, then at some point, top three, top five. I mean, I think that that's the conversation. Is it the worst in Chicago sports history? I think Cubs fans would have something to say about that. Uh, and some Bears fans would have something to say about that. I think it's in the team photo for sure, though. I'm going to say it's no shot because I don't want to seem prisoner of the moment here. Granted, I'll give you some background. I was covering the 49ers back in 2017 when that trade was made. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting there on draft night, and you see the Bears come up from 3-2, to two, and John Lynch, the general manager of the 49ers, absolutely fleece Chicago because the 49ers weren't yep. taking a quarterback. We knew that wasn't going to happen. They were going to draft Solomon Thomas, whether they stayed where they were, whether they moved down a spot. Granted, that didn't work out for them. But nonetheless, if you're looking at it in totality and what we were just talking about with Ryan Poles, knowing that you don't have that many bites at the apple to get the quarterback spot right. I mean, the next general manager we could very well see on the way out is George Payton. In Denver, because of all of the chips that he pushed in on Russell Wilson. And you have to be sure that the guy that you're taking is a franchise changer. This one, obviously, we knew that Patrick Mahomes was going to pan out. We've heard the stories about, you know, just all the years later about the conversations that happened behind the scenes and Matt Nagy giving him the playbook or something to study the plays before the meeting, whatever. All of that said, in, in the moment right now, when you realize what could have happened and what you could have had, it's going to sting more than, you know, some of the other things that have happened in the city. But to me, the biggest, you know, the biggest regret was Jerry dismantling the dynasty in 1999. It's, 
There's a lot that we got to get to at 9 o'clock, but I think it's definitely the team photo, Shay. I'll say no shot, but there's definitely a lot there. I mean, Trubisky, Mahomes, say it out loud, okay? Sounds like a, a disconnect. It sounds like a completely two different quarterbacks because they are. All right, Shay, what else? If it is no shot, Hoodie, then what is the worst move in Chicago sports history? What is the worst decision? I'll, I'll tell you at 9 o'clock. That's what, that's what we call a tease in the business, pal. 9 o'clock. What a pro. Go ahead. All right, there were a ton of questions about Jalen Hurts in the 2022 offseason. A lot of Philly fans, even the organization, questioned if he could ever develop enough as a passer to truly be the franchise guy. Well, after finishing as an MVP finalist and passing for 300 yards and a touchdown in the Super Bowl, those questions have been answered. And the Eagles are expected to give Hurts an expensive extension this offseason. So, shot or no shot, this should erase any idea of the Bears moving on from Justin Fields. I'll say it's no shot just because I will continue to couch it with if if he gets in, he if Ryan Poles gets a king's ransom for Justin Fields you cannot say no to that as a general manager you don't get that many opportunities to get the quarterback spot right so if you're if somebody if Carolina comes in here and says we want Justin Fields we think he can be a top ten quarterback here's Brian Burns or a DJ Moore and here's the ninth pick uh, you know a later round pick a twenty twenty four first round pick. You can't say no to that, but I, I personally think that Justin Fields is the guy. I think yeah. that he's somebody that you can build around. I've remained staunch on the don't trade him if you don't have to because you're never sure that the next guy is going to pan out. And when you see all of the improvement that was made from him last season and know that he's, got a, he's not a polished passer by any stretch now, can he be if you put the right pieces around him? Yes, so it, it would only happen for me it's not a guarantee, but it would only happen for me, for him, move, them moving on from Justin Fields, if the offer is something that literally they could not pass up. So Poles, the actual quote was something along the lines of, I uh, had to be blown away to be able to make a yes. deal like that. I just don't want the Bears to try to outdumb the room. Not outsmart the room, outdumb the room. This is not a situation where you say, look what I did. Look, I'm, I outsmarted everybody. I said that Fields was a guy. Ha <laughs> ha, now he's not. So I'm going to restart. See, when, if you trade Fields, you are restarting the franchise also to me. If you're going with a rookie uh, quarterback, someone in the draft, and you say, we could part with Fields to get more picks, you're restarting it again. Say, I didn't know. I think that Poles has at least five years. It makes me think you'd have more time with another young quarterback you had to mold and shape. You have someone in place in fields. Don't outdumb the room. Because I can't tell you that there's anybody in the draft, I watch a ton of college football, there's no one in the draft that I would say is better than fields. If, if, if fields is in this draft, he's the number one pick. Mm-hmm. He just is. So I, I just, I know it's, it's uh, tempting. I just would not do that. I would not. And we know that Poles did not draft Justin Fields, and drafting another quarterback at the number one overall pick resets the rookie clock. You have four years plus the fifth-year option if you exercise it. But, again, is is anybody currently in the draft better than Justin Fields? No. No, the answer is no. And are you so sure that Bryce Young, as a passer, because that's unless you can make a major upgrade with somebody as a passer, that's where the conversation stops entirely. He played with an NFL team at Alabama. Right. But that's what that is. So how are you judging that when he would get to a team that won three games last year? See, but is it, it going to be that much better? Is he going to be in that much better of a position to succeed than Fields would in the current state? Because you'd build around them regardless. You have all of free agency before you get to the draft. Yes. That's where you'd make your moves to find impact, impact players who can 
fix the quarterback or fix the parts of the offense right now. And I just don't know that it would be that much different than what you already have in fields. And another part of this that we can't overlook, how many more times do you want to tear at the fabric of the locker room? We heard all that stuff postseason about how much the Roquan Smith trade, how much the Robert Quinn trade really affected things. Even Matt Eberflus coming out and finally saying the quiet part out loud about how difficult that was. Yeah. Now if you might lose David Montgomery in free agency, do you really want to lose the unquestioned leader of this team too? Because that. that's when players are going to start having issues with the front office. And free agents aren't going to want to come here because they're going to feel indispensable. I'd rather be the Bears than the Texans. I don't want to start from scratch with everybody for the most part, at the quarterback position. Uh, Shay. All right, alien fever is taking America what? by storm. What's there's, that now? What? There's been multiple high-altitude objects, quote-unquote, shot down over the weekend by the Air Force. Conspiracy theories are running wild that the objects are extraterrestrial in nature. A U.S. Air Force general was asked if these are alien. He said he wouldn't rule it out. Now the White House okay. has had to address it. They've come out and said there's no evidence suggesting that. But shot or no shot, these high-altitude objects are aliens. No, I think they're surveillance balloons from China. <laughs> is that what you believe it is? Yes, I do. There's our around the horn phrase. Yeah. <laughs> she'll be never. I thought I was told to stick to sports. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm thinking that if, I'm not an alien guy. I don't believe in aliens. I think that's great on television. I think it's great in the movies, but I don't believe that there's alien life that's infiltrating the country. I do not. I think it's a bad time to go on a hot air balloon ride. Don't book one for Valentine's Day. I think that's fair. I think that's good advice right there. That's one to grow on. I think that's good. I think that's good. That's good advice. I I, I do not believe in aliens. Do you? Shane Orley. Absolutely. I don't think they're here, but yes, the universe is too big for there to not be aliens. Uh, You're a crackpot. There's we a, cannot no. be alone in the universe. It's ridiculous. No, I agree, with, I agree with that. Alone. I don't think we're the only things in the universe, the only living beings. But I don't believe that this is the beginning scene of Armageddon no. and what was happening on Super Bowl Sunday when all these things were getting picked off out of the sky. But one thing we haven't talked about here, hmm. as this, is this the Unsolved Mysteries or is that the X-Files music? I don't hear anything. Okay. So I don't know what you're saying. Okay. So you don't believe in aliens. No. I heard something. I didn't though. hear anything. Um, you're a crackpot. Yeah. I have the tin hat. <laughs> I'll wear that on around the horn tomorrow. Um, the U2 ad. Yeah. Was that a little eerie for anybody's liking, knowing Sorry. what was happening on Sunday when there's you know multiple of these things flying over Lake Huron and the airspace over Lake Michigan's closed? And then all of a sudden, U2 announces its Vegas residency with a commercial that features these sorts of balloons. I saw that. Saw that. This was also the music group that put music on my iPhone without asking. So. Mm-hmm. Made so, everybody think that U2 was involved in the spy balloon. Exactly. Something to be said about timing in that regard, right? So, th- so this all comes out, and now here comes this, the space balloons or wherever they come from, from China or wherever. So you can't pull that ad off because it's already been recorded. Can't take that ad off. Now what? So you got to air it. And that's what happened. So, no, I do not believe in, uh, in aliens, in alien life. I do not. I think I believe in animals and weird weird animals out there in the life. I believe that, but a- aliens, no, that is not the case. But of course, you too, because you watch so many movies and shows, it's not real. It's all television. I don't believe in 
that the world's running around with a bunch of ETs everywhere and Martians with the, the odd-shaped heads and the big eyes. Mm-hmm. I just think that there is other life somewhere in this universe. We can't be naive to think we're the only ones walking here, that there's not something like this five billion miles away. As long as it's that far away. If it is, not, let, let that be on the south side. <laughs> is that you, E.T.? So at least you heard that one. Yes. So your alien meter isn't completely broken. Yeah, I heard. Uh, I heard something there. It sounds like an old man. Might have been. Might have been our last caller. The Joey G. <laughs> I think it is. Not around the horn, but around the NFL is coming up. Don't forget Albert Breer at eight thirty-five. All part of the mix on Chicago's Home for Sports. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN One Thousand Chicago. Captain Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Nick Foles sucks. He sucks. I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. I love the Green Bay Packers. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I want winners. He starts to come and then he pulls out. This is a really thickly built guy. I mean, what's the answer you're looking for on these things here? It's the Captain J. Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000, and we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Hope you're going to have a great day here on this Valentine's Day. Still to come, Albert Breer will be with us coming up at 835. His thoughts about the Bears and the NFL. But we go around the National Football League with more. Here's Shay Norling. Shay? I want to start with the TV ratings. They came out today. Uh, Fox was hoping they'd get a record audience. They got 113 million. That's the final number for Super Bowl 57. Makes it the third most watched television show ever. The most watched Super Bowl since Super Bowl 51 in 2017. The record continues to be Super Bowl 49. That was the Patriots and the Seahawks. Kansas City had a 52 rating with an 87 share. Philly with a 46.3. Uh, rating in a 77 share. And people say, well, what does those numbers mean? Uh, I always say the higher the better. <laughs> That's what those numbers mean when it comes to the rating. So here we are, Courtney, in an era where everything's about streaming mm-hmm. and pushing towards streaming. And I keep saying that in the top 20 shows that we see on television, at least 17 or 18 are football. Not sports, football. It just shows you the stranglehold that the NFL has on television where you can have the Super Bowl. It's, oh, it's the Super Bowl. You know, people are streaming. They're not watching. No, when it's the Super Bowl, they're watching traditional television, and rightfully so. Yeah. And of the 32 most watched broadcast in the history of this country, 31 are Super Bowls. You know what the other one was? The MASH finale. Oh, MASH, yeah. Can, it was big. Why? I wasn't around then, so can someone explain, like, what MASH is and why it captivated America so much? Well, MASH was a, a longtime show on CBS. And it talked about the war, and it was, it, was, it was comedy, but there was a lot of serious parts to it as well. Um, Alan Alda was on there, Mike Farrell. Um, and it was one of these great shows. Might have been, I think it is the top show of all time for CBS that's not sports. I think in Dallas might be on there as well, but MASH meant so much. And this is when, during a time where shows had longevity. It wasn't just five years and out. These shows would last a decade or more. Okay. So, that, so it meant so much. And it shows long-term, long-term storytelling as well. I mean, you get to, a, to the crescendo. It's like, oh, this show's going off the air. I got to watch. And so it was big. Is that on Netflix? Yes, I believe it is. Okay. I believe it is. Here's a show here that lasts between 72 and 83. Oh, wow. Nine years. Yeah. 
How many channels were there when Nash Mash went off the air? CBS, ABC, NBC. Everybody had three PBS, channels. PBS, four and, channels, and whatever the uh, independent channels were at that time. Yep. See, that's why you got so many viewers. Two and a half hour episode. I've never watched an episode of Mash, and I got to tell you, I have no interest. Oh, no one asked you. <laughs> no one asked you your thoughts about, about whether you're going to watch it or not. It was Wait. eleven seasons of Mash. Which yeah. war? Vietnam. Korea, I think. Yeah, South Korea. Okay. During the South Korea, during the Korean War. I think they're trying to put it between 50 and 53 during that time. But it was a lot of comedy in there as well. And a lot of those actors and actresses spun off into other things. Okay. So, no, just it's about longevity. Like all the shows that we're watching now, Breaking Bad and these other shows, the last four or five years, some of those actors spin off into something bigger. And it was a big show at the time. So, yeah, everyone was watching. 256 episodes total. Wow. Yep. So 113 million people watched the Super Bowl. Begs the question, what were the other 217 million people in America doing? Is there what any the NBA hell else on was there else to do? No, no. There, was there any NBA? <laughs> yeah, the other 217, they were watching the uh, Bucks and the Magic. If it was watching MASH. <laughs> I would have been watching. I would have had that on a second screen experience if the NBA was on. You know how they do that, Courtney. It's like... Once the Super Bowl's on, oh, yeah. if you put on just other channels just during the Super Bowl, just for a lark, what you'll see is a white flag. Just the whole time. Like four hours of a white flag just waving in the wind. I didn't turn on ESPN or ESPN2 to see what's on, but I'm always curious. Like what They're rerunning content at that time. It's got to be like... It's 30 for 30s. You know, the college football 150 yeah. that they did during COVID. Yeah. It's, it's some 30 for 30s and documentary type shows. Or a white flag. Just a waving a white flag. Or bowling. Which is also a white flag program. You ever want to know what's on when you're sitting in Soldier Field ready to go? Noon kick, you know what's on ESPN? Pro Bowlers Tour. Absolutely. Ready to go for you. If you want it, it's there. Got to have shoulder programming. Got to have something on there, right? No, I mean, you can't just have like a, I mean, a white flag or a white screen. Pretty much. It's pretty much the ratings that they get is a white screen. NFL Network's just got a graphic up says turn on Fox. (laughs) (laughs) You got to do something, man. All right, Shay, what else do we have? Uh, Derek Carr has said he will not waive his trade, uh, no trade clause from the Raiders. So if they attempt to trade him, he will keep that. And tomorrow, I believe, is his guarantee date for $40 million plus guaranteed dollars. The Raiders made no move to cut him yesterday. They have until the end of the day today, basically, or they're on the hook for $40 million to Derek Carr. Don't you think his perfect spot would be Miami? You think they're going to move on from Tua that quickly? Haven't you seen enough? Not necessarily. I mean, I do believe that the fifth-year option they could pick up would be cheaper than some of the alternatives. And if they truly are convinced, I'm just playing, I think the concussions are an issue. I know that Chris Greer, their general manager, said, oh, no, he's not prone to getting more concussions. We'll see about that. Uh But I think taking the fifth-year option at this point might be their best route to go and giving this year to be the, the prove-it year for Tua. I love the, the um, he's not concussion-prone. Well, how many do you have to – how many concussions do you have to have to determine that? Four or five or six? So he, he, he had two that were confirmed, three by the eye test. Haven't you seen enough, Courtney? I mean – I've seen enough of the concussions, but I thought Tua and the jump that he made last season, again, a perfect example. Give him a speedy weapon on the outside, bolster the offensive line, do the things. This is playing into what the Bears can do this year to bring out the best in a quarterback who went from 20, 
27th to like top two in total QBR this year. That's the formula. I just, I'd be worried about the health aspect. But from an on-field aspect, he got a lot better. I think that the former is what is my major concern. Would you just say that? I mean, because... We just, yeah, I mean, am I worried about him getting another concussion, not being able to walk again or anything like that? Yes. The brain I, function is a problem. That's a big concern yes, for me. I just... I, at some point, you look at the quarterback position, and you have to look the part. And I look at Kyler Murray the same way. It's like... Are you really the guy? Because he's short. Yeah. The evaluators look mm-hmm. at it and say, I'm "I want somebody. 11. Somebody could be able to stand in the pocket and be able to take a pounding, or could be able to run." I mean, it's See one thing over your offensive line. Yeah, that helps, mm-hmm. right? I mean, seriously, no, like, I mean, it, the, the evaluators, whether it's fair or not, look at it and say, "Does he look the part?" And I see Tua, and I say, "For for the best interests of the, the Dolphins, you better be looking elsewhere." And. That could be because of a rookie offensive line. It could be because of unawareness by Tua. But at some point, you got to look uh, at the other side of this. And I just don't know if that's the guy. Shay, give me uh, another uh, nugget for us. Officially official, uh, Eagles offensive coordinator Shane Steichen has been hired by Jim Irsay and the Colts. He will be their next head coach. No neophyte Jeff Saturday running the Colts anymore. I don't know if you guys are talking about. (laughs) You can bet against him if you'd like. (laughs) He's going to be the Apparently not. The question now is, does he come back to being an analyst? Does yes. he pull the Herm Edwards route where you start where you are an analyst and you go and get another job in coaching and then you come back immediately after? He was great on Get Up and he all was. of our platforms. He was. What I would like to know is how many apologies will we hear from uh, Bristol because the, because the panel was going after Saturday. A lot of those guys going oh, after yeah. Saturday. And like, rightfully so. You're, you're unqualified. You're terrible. You shouldn't be in this position. I'd like to see how that looks. I want to see... When he goes back in the studio, what that's like. You can go to another network. What other network? Fox. <gasps> could put like another, it could be like 11 of them on the desk on Sunday instead of 10. <laughs> he can replace Sean Payton. And again, you put a, another person on there and still no opportunity for Harry Long to shine. <laughs> Just flat top. Just there. All right. We will hear from Albert Breer that's coming up next. We'll get his thoughts around the National Football League as well. Captain Jay Hood is on ESPN 1000, also on 100.3 FM HD2. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Captain Jay Hood. Good morning, Chicago. A mass shooting at Michigan State University left three dead and five wounded. Police found the gunman, 43-year-old Anthony McCray, with a self-inflicted gunshot wound. All the victims were students at the school. The university has canceled all events, including athletics, through Wednesday. The Bulls lost to the Orlando Magic at home last night, 100-91. DeMar DeRozan left the game with a nagging hip injury. Billy Donovan said that DeRozan took himself out of the game and is weighing load management going forward. Blackhawks will take on the Montreal Canadiens, and Major League Baseball has made some rule changes official for the 23 season, with extra innings... As far as a ghost runner is concerned, becoming a permanent fixture in the regular season. Usually baseball is also implementing a rule that limits when position players can pitch, requiring a team to be leading by 10 runs in the ninth or trailing by eight runs to pitch a position player. Jay Moore. Cap and Jay Hood are back. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Hello. Football on ESPN 1000. Hello, Bert. Albert Breer. Hey, Bert. Senior NFL writer for SI.com joins Cap and J. Hood. Bert's it. What? 
You're it, Bert. On ESPN 1000. What do you mean I'm it? We see, that's the game. I just tag you, and you're it until you tag somebody else. Albert Breer. No, no, I'm not playing a game. I'm reading, Ernie, and I'm not it. Okay. On Chicago's Home for Sports. But Bert is it. Every Tuesday at 8.35, we talk to our guy, Albert Breer, from SI.com and Monday Morning Quarterback. And he is joining us on the CarX Entire Auto Hotline. Rattle, rattle, thunder, clatter, boom, boom, boom. Don't worry, call the CarX man. Good morning, Albert. How are you? Hey, guys. If my voice sounds a little weird, um, I promise I'm okay. Okay. Well, 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 you want to? I was going to do. It's just these freaking events. The Super Bowl, the comp. I mean, it's just like I, I don't know. Fourteen days to recover. Yeah, yeah. I come back and I can't speak, and it's. I I mean, like now at this point, like I feel like a bad parent because you know, like my kids are, my kids are excited to see me, and I'm like, hey guys, what's up? Like you know, like it's just terrible. So. Well, I'm okay. Thank you for saying that up front because I was going to do the wellness check, as you well know, because I'm, yeah, I'm concerned no, I'm about okay. you. I'm okay. okay. I, I, I usually it takes a day or two for my voice to come back, and I'm, I'm getting there now. Albert, I, we want to know, based on what we saw in the Super Bowl, what did, what did you learn about Mahomes and Hurts that you didn't know before going to Arizona? Um, I don't know that we really learned anything about Mahomes that we didn't know. Um, you know, he's... I think we knew how tough he is, and, you know, he showed that again. Um, you know, and I think maybe, like, the the biggest thing with Mahomes might be kind of his place and leadership on the team. You know, and I, I think, like, as a young player, you know, you sort of have to have, have to let that happen naturally. And I think he had to let that happen naturally because his stardom came so quick, you know. And I, I think that's one of his strengths is because he grew up in a locker room um, and around pro athletes he understood that he couldn't force it, you know? And so I think when you compare where he was, you know, uh, for the two Super Bowls that he's won, um, the first one, you know, I think he was sort of more of a leader by example and by performance. Whereas, you know, on this, on this stage, this particular stage this year, I think it was more, you know, at, at halftime, he was the guy who was, you know, grabbing guys by the shoulder pads and, um, you know, it even like goes back to the story I heard um, that I wrote about after the game, which was that he refused treatment. Um, you know, he didn't he didn't want he didn't want to go back with the trainers because he thought it was more important that his teammates hear from him. And um, yeah, you know, I don't think Patrick Mahomes in 2019 would have been in a position to do that. So that's one thing. And then you know, I think with Hurts, we learned a lot. You know, I I, I just I I for one will admit I didn't see that performance coming. Um, you know, and it's a big. There's a big difference between being sort of a passenger on the train and being somebody who can load a team on his back and carry them. And uh, you know, I I think we started to see signs that that Jalen Hurts can become that sort of player, um, and and he may already be there now. Um, you know, I, I was so impressed by the the plays he made on third and long, the, the throw he made to to Goddard there on the third and fourteen. Um, you know, we knew he could run, but he makes runs in key spots. You know, I just. I think we learned a lot about Jalen Hurts. I think we saw a different Jalen Hurts on Sunday night than we'd seen before. And the fact that he could do this maybe for the first time on the biggest stage says something about who he is as a, as a person and a player. And, um, you know, says, I think, something about where his ceiling is, you know, because I, I think there certainly have been some doubts as far as, you know, just how far Jalen Hurts can take it as a quarterback. And I think for a lot of people, myself included, 
um, you know, they're probably putting a higher ceiling on him today than they were 72 hours ago. We saw the news become official moments ago where Shane Steichen's heading to Indianapolis to become their next head coach. And this is somebody who was part of Justin Herbert's rookie season and helping him get in position to be somebody we think of with a high ceiling. And obviously he was part of what happened with Jalen Hurts the last two years in bringing him to this stage where he's playing in the Super Bowl. What does this mean for the Colts, knowing that they've got to go out and find a quarterback, whether it's a rookie, whether it's somebody on the veteran quarterback market, in knowing that that person's going to be in position to help turn this team around? Well, you know, I think part of it, Courtney, is like this is like, you know, if they were going to sell Jim Irsay on moving away from from Jeff Saturday, um, you know, it was going to have to be with somebody who kind of checked all the boxes, right? And I and I do think like what you're getting at is is an important box to check, um, because you know it, it's been sideways since since Andrew Luck retired, and that was a difficult circumstance for everybody to, to to sort of sort through there over the last five years. And you know one thing you heard when they fired Frank Reich was that you know like that that Jim Irsay come hell or high water was going to come out of uh, out of 2000 the 2023 off season with a long-term answer to quarterback. And they were going to go all in to try to answer that question in the here and now. And Shane certainly can help them answer that question. You mentioned the history with Hurts and Herbert. That's a big part of it. Um, he played the position. And so, you know, in evaluating um, you know, the, 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 the kids who are going to be in the draft this year, you know, the, the Bryce Youngs, the C.J. Strauss, the Will Levis, the Anthony Richardsons, he can be, you know, a very, very important part of that. He's part of that in L.A., um, in going and finding Justin Herbert, not that he was that hard to find him, but in deciding he was the right guy for, for, for the Chargers. You know, and then I think, you know, the development part, we saw that in Philly. Um, you know, so I think having the right guy to develop the yeah, quarterback is a huge part of it, too. And he can do that. And then I think globally, like, I just think that the staff he's coming from is really an important piece of this as well, where, I, you know, the, the mix that they had on that staff with the Eagles, and it's going to be tough for Nick Sirianni to, to recreate this, possibly losing both of his coordinators. All those guys were the same age. A lot of them had, the, had kids the same age. There was a closeness in that building and kind of a pulling in all, everybody pulling in the same direction in that building that was going on the last few years that, um, you know, I think that's something the Colts can draw on too as they try to sort of put together a group that can – can be like that. They can move in lockstep. So I think he checks the quarterback box, but he checks a lot of other boxes too for the for the Colts. Hi, Albert Breer with us from SI.com and Monday Morning Quarterback uh, with us on Cap and Jay Hood with Courtney Cronin in for Cap on Chicago's Home for Sports ESPN 1000. He had an interesting note on SI.com regarding Kadarius Tony. Uh, can you talk about that a little bit, Albert? Because yeah. it, it sounds like like the ultimately it's it's Ryan Poles in a six round pick for Tony. Yeah. So what happened there? Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Chicago. I guess if you're the, if you're the Chiefs, right? Um, yeah, you know, I it's you know with some of the diversity measures that have gone out gone in um, over the last couple of years. One of them is that you get a couple third round picks, the compensatory picks um, for GM hires and head coach hires, and um, yeah, the, the the Niners are actually a team that's really benefited from this because they've seen Robert Sala uh, get a head coaching job, Martin Mayhew get a a GM job. They got two more this year with Rand Carthon becoming the Titans GM and then um, and then D'Amico Ryan's getting the Texans head coaching job. And so this is part of, you know, the diversity measures and you know, I you know, you look at it and you say, Well, you know, it's the hundredth pick in the draft. Well 
thing is, like, it does give you more flexibility if you're a GM to move picks around. And one of the things that Brett Beach has very much emphasized over the last year there is that because, you know, the numbers on Patrick Mahomes' contract are rising, um, you know, it, it it basically puts them in a position where they have to build volume of draft picks because they're, they're going to have to fill out the bottom of their roster with guys who are on rookie contracts. So, um, you know, go, being able to get those to get that extra pick um, for, 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 for the development of Ryan Poles and Ryan Poles getting the, the Bears GM job gave them some added flexibility. And I don't know that they are as willing to be as loose with their picks in midseason if they don't have that extra capital. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it's a, it's a good measure by the league to kind of, you know, encourage teams to develop um, young executives and young coaches. And, um, you know, certainly I, I think that there's a chance that if, if, if Ryan Poles doesn't get the Bears GM job last year, um, then Kadarius Tony isn't on the Chiefs roster. So, so Courtney, do the Bears get a pick, a, a comp would pick? That, yeah, Albert, is that? <laughs> they get one back. <laughs> would they get that rule that you were referring to, the one that was the diversity measure that was started in 2020? Because I remember this yeah. came up during the offseason wondering, hey, is Ian Cunningham going to get a GM job and that the Bears wouldn't qualify for a comp pick because yeah, he had only right. been there for one year. So now that Poles has been gone from Kansas City for two seasons, will the Bears get a compen- that third-round compensatory pick based on um, those minority hiring uh, principles that were implemented three years ago? Well, if, no, if Ian Cunningham is gone, is, is, if he gets one in 2024 now, now the Bears would be eligible for it. So, so would the, I, sorry, would the Chiefs get one for Poles based on the rules that are in place? Well, yeah, the Chiefs got the one for polls, and they traded for Tony. Okay. And I believe they have. I, I have to. God, I, I, there's so many rules. Like I, I <laughs> on this stuff now, but I, I believe they get another one in 2024. So they'll get two, and um, and yeah, and then then the Bears would be eligible next year to get one for Ian Cunningham if Ian Cunningham got a job somewhere else next year. Okay. All right. Because we're wondering if the Bears are going to get something. I think I have that right. Yeah. Okay. Albert, we're glad like you said it's been, it's been a long week. So it, yeah. it sounds like it. But you know what? You're going to get. So you're going to have some. Uh, was it Fiddlehead beer? Going to have some of that today? Or yeah, yeah. I'm um, I'm showing a lot of courage in making it through this spot here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Rest up. Thanks so much for coming on. As always. All right, thanks, guys. Have a good one. It is Albert Breer with us, <laughs> Money Money Quarterback at SI.com, with us on the Car X Tire and uh, Auto Hotline. Yeah, there you go. Rattle, rattle, thunder, clatter, boom, boom, boom. Don't worry, call the Car X Courtney's Bulls Angst next on Cap and J Hood.